Zero. end zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline! you got to be kidding me! What a moment! There's a play action. Deep drop. There it is. Caleb He's looking deep. It. Let's it fly. Marvin behind the defense. Got it! Bam! Peter! Marvelous! Touchdown! Win column Sooners. Final score, the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma 47, and Oregon 32, and Bob Stoops comes out of retirement to lead the Sooners to victory in San Antonio. What a night. What a night. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm live in San Antonio for uh, one more hour. Last show of uh, 2021. We're off tomorrow. Uh, the bosses, including TJ Perry, have been kind enough to give us New Year's Eve off. We'll be back with you on Monday, but by then, TJ, it'll be 2022. That's correct. So this will be the last show of uh, 2021. And uh, what a year it's been. What a football season it was, unlike any other. And now we got nine months to get excited about the first season of the Brent Venables era. This will be a fun off season, TJ. It will uh, definitely be a fun off offseason. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Caleb decides and when he decides to announce that. Maybe a New Year's Day tweet will simply drop from hawaii or something oh he did like the fourth of july he with his uh, of july. yeah maybe yeah. he's a holiday guy might be I a holiday guy so um but you're skipping right ahead you're you're six weeks out you got basketball going now you're six weeks out from baseball and softball getting fired up um so we got some things to carry big game saturday night Conference big play. 12 opener. Right. yeah saturday night k-state in town seven o'clock Looking forward to that very much. Women win last night again. They're 11-1 and one going into conference play. So, uh, yeah, dive headfirst now into uh, college basketball season. I'm right back down in Waco in a few days here, TJ. Uh, Sooners play at number one Baylor next Tuesday night. So I'll be turning around. Uh, next Tuesday morning's show will be from down in Waco. Maybe I should just stop there on the way home and just stay. That'll save me some miles. Now I got a game Saturday <laughs> night. Never mind. <laughs> All right, you uh, you asked for Kale Gundy up next. 
Uh, excited for a lot of people last night. No, Maybe nobody other than Bob Stoops higher on that meter than Kale. Saw Kale yesterday before the game. Had a good chat. I mean, you talk about having your ducks in a row. Ah, ah, no pun intended. Sorry about that. But yeah, I didn't mean that, but that was pretty good. Uh, they were organized and ready, man. I I didn't get to see the Denny's menu and the scripting and all that kind of stuff, but I'm told it was impressive. Um, I think Ty Darlington was heavily involved, uh, and all of those, uh, Bill Biedenboe. But uh, Kale had him a good night. Started with a three and out, and then eight consecutive scoring drives, and he chatted with our guys after the game. It was a cool moment, Toby. I'm down here with Kale Gundy. Coach, congratulations, man. First time calling plays, and this offense was churning. How special did it feel? It was really, really good. You know, I I cannot thank enough all the coaches on our offensive staff. Um, You know, Bill Biedenboe, Joe John Finley, uh, Ty Darlington, DeMarco Murray, um, Connor McQueen, Tanner Schaefer, uh, Clayton Woods, all those guys. I mean, we, we, we put a lot of time in. We worked our butts off and put a great uh, offensive game plan down. Uh, we, we spent a lot of hours in that office, and, and those guys helped me tremendously, and they put me in a great position just to call the right things. Did you? It just seemed like this team found a rhythm, kind of a tough start, but then from that point forward it was just in a rhythm, Coach. It's so structured, so organized all week long. How satisfying was it to see that plan come to fruition and be as successful as it was? Well, you know, it, it just goes to show that if you, you know, if you got the right game plan and everybody just does their job, you know, like we talked about, everybody's accountable. You know, each each and every single player, every single coach, to to just do their job. And uh, like I said, the coaches put a great plan together, and all they had to do was go out and execute. And um, we did that, and it was a great game tonight. You know, and final thought, and I'll let you go south. Oh, look at your family. I mean, your daughter, she's making the most out of the balloons and confetti right now. My dad, my, my sister, <laughs> my brother-in-law, my son. It's, it's great to have family here, there's no doubt. And this is awesome. Um, you had to go and recruit. You, you had to do a lot of things with so much unknown, and you talked about the challenges of it. To have this moment, what does that say, not just about this program, but about the way that you guys stuck to the plan? Well, this this program means everything to me. I mean, I'm in the in, in you know what it means everything to a lot of people. You know, it means everything to a lot of Sooner fans. But uh, you know, this is this is my home. This is where I want to be, and this is I want to finish here. And and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so excited for the future. Um, you know, we we've got new staff coming in. You know, the guys that left left us. They did a great job while they were here. They were 100% committed to OU and making it a better program, and they did that. And they left, and now we're going to bring new coaches in, and uh, and I think it's even going to be better. Congrats, Kale. Thank you. Hard not to love that guy, huh? And uh, as much has been said about Bob keeping everything together last month, part of our pregame interview yesterday, he spent – giving credit to Kale for that as well. He says we should be talking more about Kale Gundy keeping this program and this team together, especially through that week or so before Brent came on board and what a major impact he was on all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – you know, got rewarded with the dub last night and a, and a good night by the offense. And I think we saw some things that 
at least Kale, or maybe collectively the other offensive coaches liked maybe more than Lincoln did. I mean, there were some things that, like we saw a lot more Eric Gray last night. A lot more Eric Gray in a lot of different, you know, uh, situations. So They threw it to him. They handed it to mm-hmm. him. He had 13 touches last night. We saw more Mario Williams last night. Yes. Uh, we saw, and this could be health-wise, I don't know. We saw more Marcus Major last night. Um, who was just beasting it last night in the last couple of minutes of the game when he was just grinding that thing out. So, Yeah. So, I mean, he saw some tendencies there that maybe they thought. Returning we kicks. Saw mo- I mean, who would have known? <laughs> who would have thought that, you know? Well, yeah, longest return of the year was last night. We saw uh, more zone run game. I don't want to get into the complications of all that, but as opposed to the the – GT counters that OU's leaned on for a long time. A lot more zone running game last night. And and a guy we should probably stop and talk about. How about Kennedy Brooks? Man, Kennedy Brooks goes for great. 142 last night. Averaged 12 yards a carry. Um, finishes up another 1,000-yard season. Well over 3,000 yards now in his career. And can come back. And if he does, he will be somewhere in the ballpark of 800, 850 yards away from becoming OU's all-time leading rusher, which is a guarantee if he stays healthy, practically. Is there a guy who has done more in his career with less flash less, less, than less Kennedy Brooks? Appreciation, um, but very few, very few. My thing is, do you see him being a guy at the next level? I mean, I know in his mind he probably thinks he is, but I honestly don't know if he is. So I, that would weigh heavily on me if I'm him. I'm, I'm coming back to break the record. Man, that's a great question. I, I know he'll get a chance. I know he'll get a shot. I just don't know if he's got staying power in the NFL. And if that's the case, you know, I, I'm like I said, I'm coming back and, and putting my name in the history books at Oklahoma. I'll tell you, he is not going to wow anybody at the combine. Right. So he's probably not going to get drafted really high whenever he does go out. But they love those running backs that – one, don't fumble the football. He's got one career fumble. One. Yeah, they'll love that. Over 3,000 yards rushing, one fumble. And always just falls forward for three, four, five, six yards. I mean, and more. I mean, he breaks tackles. He's smooth. He runs through. I don't... He doesn't strike you as a guy that, man, I can't wait to see him run at the next level, but maybe? I mean, he surprises me in college every every game practically, so maybe he becomes one of those guys that gets with the right team in the NFL and then, you know, suddenly becomes a workhorse. So I get your point, though. He should come back and, and go for the record because 
He's not a surefire pick. He's not. It's not like if he comes out, he's going in the first round or anything. Right. Like exactly. That. Exactly. I mean, the problem is with a running back is wear, wear and tear and mileage, and you know everything they say. NFL teams are much more skeptical of you if you've got a ton of miles on your tread already, and he's got a pretty good chunk of miles already. He's got some on there. And I think OU's going to be fine at running back if he does go. You mentioned Marcus Major looked good last night. Eric Gray's got another year in him. And they're bringing in a couple of studs. So they're going to be fine at running back. But, man, I mean, if Kennedy comes back, he's got a chance to surpass a who's who in OU football history. Now, a lot of those guys weren't here for – I get it. I know. I understand. I'm not – I'm just saying. We've had some pretty good running backs, TJ, at the University of Oklahoma. And to put your name at the top of that list would be something pretty cool. Pretty, so. pretty special. Yeah. We'll see whether he tries to or not. Okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, the uh, moment everybody's talking about this morning, the – podium ceremony last night with bob stoops and brent venables we'll play that for you back after this the ref network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 lewis the kickoff guy for oregon he's five yards behind the football looks like the slow roller Comes forward, puts it straight ahead, onside nice. kick, covered up by Jeremiah Hall. The Sooners recover, and the officials have awarded them the football. Once again, Toby Rowland taking shot at the officials. <laughs> Welcome There's back, no everybody. doubt. Yeah, I am uh, staring down the barrel of a suspension from <laughs> Bob Bowlesby. Or no, no, probably the Pac-12 commissioner, right, on that one? It might be the Pac-12 commissioner. Uh, this hour brought to you by R.K. Blatt, best products from Sharp and Rico. Check them out for on-site shredding video surveillance as well, 321-5900 in Norman, 943-9800 in OKC or rkblatt.com. A couple of texts here, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Caleb said, out with a bang. I still think he's gone. Lincoln was definitely his first call after the game. <laughs> Person's really positive this morning. Uh, uh, I was just going to uh, uh, cheer. I was just about to text about the uh, Caleb to Farouk thing. Um, yeah. One big difference. That sounds like you texted anyway. Yeah. One big difference between Baker and Caleb is Baker was a Sooner all of his life and wanted to be there, no question. Well, maybe, maybe that's, that's Caleb, too. I'm just saying from a showman aspect, they're yep. similar. But, yeah, there's obviously ways they're different. With the BV hire, Teddy has become emotional, emotionally entrenched in the program. If a fan or player does anything that harms BV's chances, he's going to smack them down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that. I, I will say I've never seen Teddy more invested in a football game than he was last night. Um, And I think it was... Brian Odom related. I think it was Brent Venables related. He really wanted, I think, Odom to do well last night. And uh, <laughs> I, he's never been more upset during a commercial break than he was after that opening drive of the second half for Oregon. 
when they scored a touchdown to make it 30 to 11. <laughs> he was livid in the booth. <laughs> so I do think it is going to be a fun journey with Ted as close as he is with Brent and Levy with this new staff uh, to see exactly what that means for him and what that means for his show and our broadcast and everything. It's going to be pretty neat. I thought it was weird, too. They went ahead and went for two at that point in the game. It was interesting. They yeah. did some. They didn't some. Yeah. yeah it's kind of weird on that. Took some timeouts at weird. I, I, uh, Oregon was definitely more discombobulated than OU was. OU was, was more organized and ready to play football last night. And we speculated about that going in, but it was it was certainly the case. Thanks to you two for your hard work getting off way late and then on the radio this morning. Great job, everyone. That's from OKC Phil. Look, I I, I didn't I got like plenty of rest compared to Toby, so I will not. I'll yeah, mo- pat mo- him Phil, on the back. mostly me is yes, the, mostly who deserves the credit. For I got that. I got four and a half hours. Toby did not get that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, if you could send another text where I get all the yes, credit, that would be please. great. Uh, I heard it was an eight-minute walk from the stadium to the hotel. Did Teddy Uber it? <laughs> no, it's not eight minutes. I, I think it, if you're staying in a different hotel, it is. It's uh, 20 to 25, depending on Riverwalk traffic, from our hotel. We're a little ways down the Riverwalk. So, uh, one, that's a reason. Two, there's no way Teddy is going to walk through a crowd of OU fans for 25 minutes. You know, having to stop and take pictures and sign autographs and kiss babies and all that kind of stuff. So, plus we had gear and all kinds of stuff. So that's why we chose to drill. Um, on the network, so taking a little insight here, like there's different things that play on all the stations at the network. So I don't hear those. But apparently, I don't know if it's the Tulsa on the Buzz. I don't know if it's up in Oklahoma City on ninety four seven the Ref. I guess they had a traffic guy this morning. And his traffic report, Steve Scott, <laughs> I've had three or four texts in about this, say, the fog is more dense than an Oregon defensive lineman. I guess he took a shot hmm. this morning on, <laughs> on his traffic update on one of the stations. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Trick one, recovering the onside kick. Trick two, Figuring out how to unlock the car in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been better. That would have been better. (laughs) See, there was like five or six tricks last night. Uh, Mike Yum says, great call on the game last night. I listened to all of your game on the radio. You guys do the best job of any radio crew, Boomer Sooner. Uh, Thank you. appreciate that. Uh, Is there really no medium shirts left? I've got in the cart, but you can't pay. Hey. People at the store, get on that. Maybe they're not up yet. <laughs> they may not be up yet. I'll check on that for you. Uh, I can hear Toby's call now next year. Are you? F- I can't. I'm gonna have to be careful saying this. Are you faruking kidding me with that catch? <laughs> <laughs> I was even scared of letting that one come out of my mouth. <laughs> Tread lightly there. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, did you guys see the Dabo postgame shout-out and brief imitation of BV? No. Uh, no, I, uh, I watched the end of that game, and I saw him get drunk, uh, you know. What? Soaked with the Cheez-Its dunked on. I was going to say dunked on oh. with the Cheez-Its. That's not, that's not what I was trying to 
get out there. But uh, I saw the Cheez-Its get poured on him, but I didn't watch any of their, like, the trophy presentation or any of that on yeah, that Clemson game. For that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. T-Row, given that you call basketball, what do you do during the football offseason to prepare for the 2022 football season? I call basketball and baseball. He takes uh, the summer off from calling anything and then waits until August before he even thinks of dipping a toe into anything. (laughs) I stay up to date on the latest highlighter colors that are coming out. (laughs) I make sure I'm stocked up on all sizes of cardstock. Sharpies. All that kind of stuff. Just kind of restock the office supplies, TJ. That's mostly how I get ready for the new year. He's, Teddy and Gabe have to know personnel and coverages and strategy and all that kind of stuff. I just got to tell you what yard line the ball's on and scream every once in a while. That's my job. So Toby gets long. associated really well with the uh, Office Depot people. He becomes oh, yeah. the guy in a progressive commercial. Uh, I, mm-hmm. Are you the manager? Steve's doing a fabulous job over there in highlighters, keeping those stocked. I, I am to Office Depot what Norm was to Cheers. Uh, they love me at Office Depot. I, in fact, I might be the only person that still shops at Office Depot. I might be keeping that place open. Uh, right, TJ, we promised people some oh, yes. sound. Go Let's ahead. Do one go more ahead. text. Yeah. Uh, one more text. Uh, uh, if we had only had an invested coach all season, imagine. Oh, here we go. Get in the uh, Darla. Let's get Darla quickly. She's been holding for a while. Good morning, Darla. Hello. Hi, Great Darla. Call. Thank you. I enjoyed it very much. I was just wondering, Sweet do the players don't. go back right after the game, or do they are they still there? No. Yeah, usually after a bowl game, it's a little different than other road trips. They'll spend the night. They spent the night last night, and they'll uh, they'll fly out sometime today. Probably not too awfully early. I don't have their itinerary, but uh, I would imagine early afternoon they'll probably fly back home. But usually after a bowl game, it's they'll give them the night to kind of unwind and celebrate and go out on the river walk if they want things like that well have a good safe trip back home thank you darling it's very sweet of you bye-bye okay here's uh, the moment after the game if you went to bed last night haven't seen it yet on social media they uh, brought the stage out onto the field they uh, brought bob stoops onto the stage to present him with the alamo bowl trophy and then this happened we want people to know about the future of Oklahoma football. Where's Coach Venables at? Come on. How about this? Brent Venables is at the back of the crowd. This is going to take a while for him to get Let up there. He's, he's on right the jog. Now. Venables is on the jog, guys. Isn't going anywhere. We're actually going to keep climbing. I promise you. You worked with Coach Venables for many years. What is Sooner Nation getting in a head coach? They're getting a guy with passion, the guy that loves the game, guy that loves his players, and a, and a winner. They're getting a winner, a champion guy. Congratulations, coach. Bob just handed his visor to Brent Venables. Coach, I'm going to ask you one question only. Wow. What excites you the most about being a Sooner? Next season. It's great to be back home, man. This is home. You know, home's where the heart is. And uh, can't wait to start working with these guys here, man. Tonight, 
showed what the future is going to look like. Caleb Williams leading us as the leader of our offense and that damn defense. Coming up with them stops, you guys dominated the line of scrimmage in the first half. Second half, offensive line wore their ass out. And uh, we got that dub, Coach Stoops. Congratulations, Coach Stoops. Congratulations to all of the Oklahoma Sooners, the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl champ. Iconic moment right there. We will see that video and picture for years to come. Bob Stoops takes off his visor, hands it to Brent Venables, who puts it on his head. And, and the, the torch is passed. The confetti flows, the balloons fall from the scoreboard. This is a pretty special moment right now. That was pretty cool, and I'm sure it'll be all over the news and all over social media today, but uh, uh, pretty cool. And the emotion in Brent's voice is what gets me. Like he... He realizes kind of what Bob's doing there, and it got to him. It got, he's an emotional guy. Brent's an emotional guy. He is, he, and I also wonder how many break times down. after a game he's going to have no voice to do a post-game press conference because of how fired up he gets and how much he gets into it. And uh, I'm going to guess there's going to be a few times Plank goes to him next year and there's no voice there for him to, to do a post-game press conference. Yeah, maybe. I'm wondering if that gets dialed back at all. As the head coach, like when you're the defensive coordinator, you're, you're yelling on every play. You go here, you go there, come over here, you know, you're screaming all kinds of stuff. I wonder, because he's not the D.C. Now, not, he's yeah, not going to be heavily yeah. involved. I wonder if he has less of that in this new role. I, I don't know, maybe not, but I just, I'm curious to see if he's, if he is a little more of a CEO and, kind of dials back all the sideline theatrics or not. Maybe he can't. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's any. I don't know if it's any, but just a great moment. That, like, again, just seemed scripted, and it wasn't. And it's just uh, even Bob yelling, <laughs> clear it away! Clear it away! Yeah. He's coming <laughs> through! Good, <laughs> uh, Brent came on in the pregame with Gabe and Plank down on the field, and Gabe said to Venables, Chris Plank would like to be the first to volunteer to be your get-back coach next year. And Brent said, no chance. It's going to take somebody bigger than him to keep me <laughs> off the field. <laughs> that was great. All right, we need a break. We're winding down the show. 8.33 in San Antonio. Sooners win the Alamo Bowl 47-32 to over Oregon. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. There would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Stoops in motion. Handoff Brooks. Left side to the five. Outside dancing. Breaks a tackle for the pylon. Takes a shot. Give me a signal. Yep. Touchdown. Touchdown. All right, we got games today, four of them. First one at 10.30. That's pretty good. North Carolina, South Carolina. So you got Mac Brown against uh, Shane Beamer. That's the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Somebody's taking a mayonnaise bath after that. 2 o'clock, Tennessee and Purdue in the Music City Bowl. 6 p.m. tonight, Pitt, Michigan State. The first New Year's Six Bowl is tonight. That's 
the Peach Bowl, all the best players not playing in that game. 9.30 tonight, Wisconsin and Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, let's see if uh, the SEC can get them a win today, uh, Teach. They got a couple of more chances here with uh, South Carolina and Tennessee. 0-4 so far. Uh, Sooner women beat Wichita State last night, 89-67. They go into conference play with an 11-1 and record. They'll play Sunday afternoon at Tech. Chris Plank will be on the call of that one. Sooner men open Big 12 play Saturday night. Let's pack the LNC. New Year's night, 7 p.m., Kansas State in town. Top 10 in the Bowl Mania contest after yesterday's results. Janet Reno's offspring in first place now, TJ. That's Rick Thomas, 424 points. Second place, Logan Thompson lags 32 with 397. Third place, Jeff Gallant. 358. Fourth place, Tim Price, 357. Uh, fifth place, Tebow plays ball like a girl. That's Jared Romines, 356. Slappy Burgers picks Eddie Jocelyn in sixth place at 354. Jason Madonna in seventh at 348. Uh, Aranda's Champs, Bradley Lale's team, 347 in eighth place. In ninth place, Jeremy Rector at 345. And Gator Gator, 84 in 10th place. That's DeAntrez Milligan, 344 points. I'm hot on the heels of the top 10, TJ. I'm in 287th place right now in the uh, Bowl Mania competition. I'm uh, right there with you, 454th. No, we need to thank Cavens Construction for bringing you College Bowl Mania for facilities maintenance, commercial remodeling, carpet cleaning. Call Cavens today, 405. 573-3048. Here's Bob Stoops with Chris Plank after the game. Down here with Coach Bob Stoops. How how did it feel being back out there tonight, Coach? Uh, Very familiar, and uh, it was great. Uh, Been a while since I felt all that excitement uh, on a heading into a game. I mean, you know, you love that. That's what you miss. You miss the adrenaline. You miss the struggle and the fight. And you know what you're in for for about three and a half, four hours. And oddly, you kind of like it, you know. So it was good to be back in the middle of it. I loved it. Um, all right, so obviously got to ask about two really cool moments. Number one, to see Drake score a touchdown and come back. Both you and Isaac there on the sideline. Carol's here to watch. I mean, that, that's pretty awesome. It was awesome. No, he, he, he ran a great route. And, you know, with the defense, they had kind of blitzed Caleb, and he was he, that was his hot route. He had to go to him, and Caleb threw a great ball, gave him a chance to go get it, and uh, the two of them connected. And then the other cool moment, I get like the passing of the visor. That was pretty cool, Coach, uh, to see Brent put the visor on there at the end. This program's in good hands going forward, isn't it? Absolutely. This was a perfect segue uh, for all the Sooners listening out there. I don't want to say I told you so. Just relax. We are going to we are going to be kicking butt from here on out. Brent is going to be great for us, and uh, this was a perfect segue for that all to happen. And we're not going anywhere. How um, how special was it to see some of those guys that came back? I mean, you, you I saw you give a hug to Brian Odom to see oh. Calvin Thib- Thibodeau come back. Um, guy Jamar Kane. I hope our Sooner Nation out there will respect and appreciate. These assistant coaches, they didn't ask for all this to happen. And they jumped in and helped these players finish in such a positive way and worked hard these last this last month. 
and their lives were in limbo too. And they worked through it, came back, helped these guys win this game, and they worked hard. So um, I'm very appreciative of them, and the whole Sooner family out there needs to be appreciative of them. Coach, I know you got a press conference, so I'll let you go on this, but just the Gatorade bath, I mean, <laughs> all, all the memories that come pouring back. How cool was it to see, and not just have that moment, but to see Sooner Nation represent down here like they did? Yeah, it's just what we do, uh, and, uh, and it's not going to change, and and it was great. Um, I, I love more than anything, I love seeing the players happy and celebrating their success. That's what, uh, you know, I think that means more to us coaches than anything does, and it was, it was fun to celebrate with them. It was awesome. Coach, congratulations. Okay, thank you. Well, uh, an unimaginable script. Uh, this 2021 OU football season. If you tried to lay out half of the things that happened, they would have laughed you out of town. But it ends. <laughs> TJ, season that started with OU predicted by some to win the national championship with Lincoln Riley as head coach and Spencer Rattler as quarterback. Ends with Bob Stoops handing a visor to Brent Venables in San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> Stop it. No, it didn't. None and of that's what true. what happened in between, you would not believe None of that's true. You would not believe it. There was a fox. There were ducks. What did the fox say? There was a near loss in Kansas. There was a hurricane. Oh man, there was there was uh, multiple field rushings. <laughs> Flora, there was four field rushings this year. Only one of them by us. Uh, what a year, man! What a year! I need. I think I need about nine months to recover. It was a uh, not the journey we envisioned, but I think <laughs> it was a journey. It was a journey, and the fans are about as fired up as you can be to have had a season like you said, just <laughs> in right. complete chaos, end in the way that it did. And uh, people were hugging and crying last night, and tears were flowing on the passing of a visor, and it's uh, it's quite the journey. It, it's your perfect season. It was a journey. I got to tell you, you remember uh, Brent Venable's <laughs> reaction when Bob handed him the visor last night? Right. That's my reaction right now, hearing you talk about the journey, TJ. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little broken up. <laughs> after after 17 years of radio to do together, with what I said. TJ's finally agreeing it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, ladies and gentlemen. That's all that my heart that is That is happy. definitely true when it comes to I the 2020 season. Home. <laughs> all right, uh, break time. What, what year is this? I can't even remember what year yeah, it is. Yeah, who, who, who knows? <laughs> it is uh, break time, and uh, this is going to be the NASCAR uh, pit change, TJ. I'm going to hand the equipment to Chris during this commercial break. I'll join you by phone on the other side for the crossover. Last segment for us of uh, 2021 next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans.
We'll be headed north again, uh, getting back into Oklahoma. Chris will be doing his uh, show on the road. And then you've got uh, uh, Teddy's reaction later today. Where's Teddy? Is he? I assume he's not going to be down here still, is he? Maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, you might hear Teddy's reaction today. I could not get a straight answer from Teddy. He said, <laughs> I might be there for the last hour or so. So Josh, Josh yeah. and Tyler's reaction coming up later this afternoon, and then me and Steely from uh, noon to two. Do we have Chris? Chris is here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Chris. yeah. We we uh, got this handoff thing down. My ride or die, man. I mean, he stuck through it last night when I, I royally man. ruined everyone's night, and uh, he was right there for me, waiting in the parking lot for uh, the locksmith, and then uh, about to ride home again. So. I'm going to remember this uh, trip for a lot of reasons, Chris Plank. Bob Stoops, Drake Stoops. But way at the top is going to be uh, you and I spending about as much time together as we ever have in our (laughs) lives. It was awesome, though. Uh, I was telling, I haven't, I mean, listen. We're not done. No one in my life is. By the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, but by the time we. Going well. Or once you get that turnpike bill, it might uh, go completely south. I don't know. But I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm so excited for the three hours that I've got coming up here to talk to everyone. I, you know, obviously I was doing a little radio this morning, so I didn't get to hear all the reactions. So everything for me is, uh, I, I, I hope is, is a little bit of a different perspective, but it was just, dude, everything about, I, I've tried to explain this and I don't know how you feel, how Ted feels, how Tyler, or, how Josh feels, how Tyler feels, TJ, from you watching at home, it just, this is going to sound crazy. But it might go down as one of my favorite bowl games of all time. And we've seen yeah. them all, right? I agree. We've seen the Rose Bowl. We've, we've seen the Orange Bowl. We've seen the Fiat. And it's just, there was something about everything around this game. And it's it started with overcoming adversity. Then you add to it the fact that, hey, Bob's running the show and then you, you don't really know what kind of uh, squad Oregon's going to have. And obviously they want 100%. And you don't know what the, the effort and the energy is going to be like from either side. Just not, not to question any coaches or players, but it's a bowl game that is a massive disappointment based on where both of these teams thought they could end up. So that's a long way to tell you that everything about last night was awesome. Even standing in the parking lot at 2 in the morning, waiting for a dude who said he had 15 minutes before he got a booster shot at 2.30 in the morning for some reason, TJ. Um, which still doesn't make that. any sense to me. It, it like, yeah, the locksmith, did you not say, the locksmith that, that we, we called was saying, I'm, I'm kind of in a hurry because I'm getting my booster in 30 minutes and we both kind of look at each other. It's like, what? You got a 2.30 a.m. booster appointment? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I appreciate sounds, your willingness to get the vaccine. <laughs> but hey, I, where are you going to get this? You know, I've got to to help you out here, buddy. But no, no, it, it was just, I mean, I, I'm just, 
I'm so excited about where this program is headed. I, I know I completely and totally understand why there might be some pessimism about Caleb Williams because he didn't come out and say, I'm staying, holding up the trophy, wearing the cowboy hat, saying, Oklahoma, this is home. I'm not going anywhere. But that's not really his style. You know, that, that hasn't really kind of been the way that he's handled anything since Lincoln left. So, yeah, I understand how that maybe to some people doesn't give them that same feel that maybe he just wanted to win the game and pay respect to Bob's did. Uh, Bob did, but to, to Brent Venables, not knowing how involved he would want to be is, hey, is he going to want to be in the center of everything or is he going to be up in the press box watching? No, he was down in the middle of it, you know. So it was just everything was so awesome about last night, Toby. I just, I, I, I can't wait to have a couple of uh, days to really get some perspective on it as well and get away from it to see uh, all these little things that I've forgotten about that I know are going to end up becoming big stories from this weekend. You would not be able to tell that Chris Plank has not slept yet tonight and already done three hours of radio with his energy right now. <laughs> well, okay, okay, hold on. Let me, let me defend myself in one instance. When we got home last night, when we got home, we finally um, – I, I powered through a salad. Yes, a salad, TJ. And um, I laid down, and it was about – what would you say, Toby, about three – Maybe when we finally, maybe our heads hit the pillow well, about 3.15. I don't 15. know. We didn't lay down together. I don't know what time you uh, went to sleep last this isn't night. A, a this point. isn't a plane, trains, and automobiles. This isn't a, that yeah, isn't yeah. a pillow. We, we've, had a great, we, we've had a great time together, but we haven't necessarily shared a room. Well, for me, I think it was, I think it was around 3, 3.15. So I'd set my alarm for 4.15. Uh, so I got a good hour. And then right after my show got done, I, I grabbed a quick nap. So... I'm on a nap high right now, TJ, is probably what everyone is experiencing more okay, than anything okay. else. So, yeah, it's, it, it, it'll peter yeah. out pretty quick. But I am, I am now having just my first cup of coffee of the day. So I think we're going to be okay getting through uh, the next three hours. But I'm excited for it, man. I, I can't wait to talk about this game. Well, I'm excited to listen to you talk about it in the driver's seat while you're in the passenger seat for a couple of hours coming up. <laughs> I, uh, I understand oh, the Williams it, thing as well, but I do appreciate him looking out for us in sports radio by continuing oh, to give yeah. us a, a storyline to talk about for uh, however long it may be. So, um, yeah, there'll be some gnashing of teeth until that announcement is finally made, and I'm sure it'll be with a graphic or something dramatic uh, in maybe from Hawaii. Maybe it'll be on... On a beach in Hawaii, he'll ride it in the sand. I don't know exactly how he's going to do it. but well, Before you both <laughs> get out be, of here, uh, seriously, thank you to both of you for powering through this morning. Uh, it is appreciated. Nah, man. You're We're just welcome. getting started, Anything TJ. for you, buddy. We're just anything for you, That's TJ right. Perry. You're the best, man. Uh, all right. Thank you, you fine folks. I hope everybody out there has a safe and happy new year. We'll see you on the other side on Monday. Enjoy the weekend, everybody.